0: I hear dogs clacking above me on the main floor. Click, 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 click.
1: Tell the dogs to shut up or I will shut them up.
0: It's Wednesday, September 18th, 2019, and this is episode 108 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City and Casino Biz Podcast. I'm Kyle Askin, joined, as always, by Craig
1: Stone. What's good, Craig? Fading my sports picks is good. Oh, yeah. I've been on a cold streak. We've been doing okay in the football pool. We're four yeah, and two. That's, that's not bad. Fourth out of seven. Yeah. that's It's disappointing, frankly, with, with
0: eight points out of a possible 12. You'd think we would be doing a little better than that, but...
1: Apparently, the group of podcasts should just be a service where people pay us for picks because we're all experts.
0: Yeah, maybe. That's been going pretty well so far, though, for us. We've we've won our three both weeks, been Dallas both weeks, so (laughs) with them being like 500-point favorites against Miami, we might have to change it up this week, but we'll see.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I can go 21.5 on Dallas, even though Miami just got thumped by way more than that twice at home.
0: Maybe. Yeah, we'll
1: talk about it on the show right now in depth let us run down do you feel
0: strongly about either tennessee or jacksonville because then we can talk about it else we can wait for later in the week
1: no i have no strong feelings about anything related to the podcast superiority pool specifically our picks in the podcast superiority pool yeah there is going to be a week where we're just like putting it in the random number generator and saying whatever happens happens
0: well, we are fools and picked
1: Houston to beat Jacksonville. So all I can say is that
0: we're fools. Two people picked Jacksonville. We picked Houston. They were they were right. We were wrong. Yeah. Houston won the game, but certainly did not cover. Not even close. Hey, they were they were covering at some point in the second half. No, they were covered in the fourth quarter, and then they won by one because Jacksonville went for two at the end of the game,
1: <laughs> which I respect. Yeah. Anyway, what happened in uh, two thousand eight, Craig? Two thousand eight. The Year of the New Towers in Atlantic City. The Chairman Tower at the Trump Taj Mahal opened. It is now the North Tower of Hard Rock. It's 41 stories tall, 782 rooms, and costs $255 million to build. And also the Water Club opened at Borgata, which is 38 stories tall, has 800 guest rooms, and costs $400 million to build. So significantly more expensive, presumably because it has like five pools in it.
0: And right. shopping and other, other stuff. Also
1: nicer. Significantly nicer.
0: Although, we wouldn't know, because I don't think either of us have ever stayed
1: in either of those towers, right? No, we have not. <laughs> For all we know, the Chairman Tower, so much nicer than the Water Club. I doubt it, but what, well, you can you never know. That's true. We don't have a bunch of listeners who would tell us, so... Right. It's one of those things that you just can never know the answer to.
0: There's our, I mean... There's not all that many towers in Atlantic City that we haven't stayed in, but I guess there are kind of a lot still. But those those are two of them. I mean, the one Two thing... of the more surprising entries, given yes. the number of times we've stayed at both those properties. <laughs> right. We've
1: never been put in
0: the North Tower or, well, the water club you have to book separate.
1: Right. The thing that struck me is that these both happened in 2008. So adding 1,600, almost 1,600 hotel rooms to the Atlantic City landscape in- 2008, famously, the beginning of the recession. <laughs> uh, so that was kind of shocking and obviously bad timing. But you know, 2007 was the peak gambling revenue in Atlantic City at 5.2 billion dollars. So obviously, everybody was thinking, "Oh, great, let's increase capacity." And I think compounding the issue, the uh, issues that the recession caused was having a ton of expansion at the same time. So not yeah. the best
0: not the finest
1: you know you could also take your company public private right around then
0: yeah we don't know of any any ceos any love men that did that <laughs>
1: yes uh, <laughs> what a time to be alive so also in 2008 trump
0: entertainment had a deal to sell trump marina for 316 million dollars to coastal development it was going to make it into a margaritaville themed casino so we would have had that there instead of in resorts, presumably. Uh, but in true Atlantic City style, Crystal Development could not get enough financing even after the price was later reduced to $270 million. And then if you fast forward three years later, Landry's bought Trump Marina for $38 million. So for one-tenth the price,
1: they ended up getting it three years in the future. It's it's more than one-tenth. It's like, you know, a ninth. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> But yeah, so Landry's, owners of the Golden Nugget, turned it into the Golden Nugget. But I mean, it really, you know, having having lived it, you know, and paid a lot of close attention to it, that time period did not seem so fast, right? Like it seemed like a, a slower decline than this, like going from these valuations down to where things, you know, weren't selling for even 20 and $30 million. Did it? I don't really think so. You thought it seemed very fast? See, yeah. you had been going longer. So to me, yeah, this you was had, like you had, In 2008, my... you still have
0: not been to Atlantic City at this point. It was like 2010 that you went first?
1: It was the very start of 2010. Mm-hmm. So this was all happening like in the start of my Atlantic City going. Right. So, I mean, part, part of me saw this and was shocked. Like, wow, only three years and that happened. So you're saying yeah. you were I mean, not wasn't...
0: shocked. It doesn't seem like it was long after that at all that we were talking about things like, you know, $10 million offers for Atlantic Club and for Trump Plaza. So, yeah, I, I thought it was pretty quick.
1: Yeah. I mean, and so also I, I have a feeling these, you know, next few episodes, 2009, 10, 11, uh, 12, 13, 14. Some exciting things happening. Uh, yeah. Episode 114. I think we should just skip it. <laughs> 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 it's like the 13th floor of a hotel because yeah, then we'd be talking about 2014
0: the and fourth anybody's... the fourth seat at the Pi Gao table, skip that
1: do they really skip the fourth seat? is that like they an do. Asian thing?
0: it is, yes, a very unlucky number
1: really? Mm. wow, maybe I shouldn't even be playing Pi Gao if I, if I don't know this stuff yeah, probably, that's probably why you do so badly at it. I'm sitting there wearing like a number four sports jersey talking <laughs> about the number four the gore the goose yes at the uh, the palego tiles yes. all right we're confusing the people what about 1908 nucky johnson famous from boardwalk empire was elected
0: sheriff as a 25 year old his first elected position he'd been under sheriff under his father since 1905 but his father's term expired in 1908 he would later hold various positions in ac area politics and business was the boss of ac's republican political machine for almost 3 decades and you can find out more about him in boardwalk empire by nelson johnson or watch the show on HBO, which I've seen like the first two episodes of.
1: Same, I have also seen the first two episodes. It's a good, good first two episodes. <laughs> Boardwalk Empire, the book, non fiction, by the way. Mm-hmm. Very good sort of history of Atlantic City, mostly focused on Nucky Johnson. So, uh, just interesting. So, I wonder if we're gonna get now the next bunch of episodes where we go back to the 1900s yeah. are gonna be. Nucky themed, or. It's good. It's what I think of
0: every time I'm, I walk down to Trop and I walk right by the Ritz. I think yeah. of Nucky Johnson.
1: That's. In his lavish penthouse, despite his public salary of like, you know, $11,000 a year or whatever he was making.
0: Every time I walk by the Ritz, it's just like, yeah, That's Nucky true. Johnson used to live there.
1: It's where the Steel's Fudge is. Mm-hmm. I can only assume Nucky Johnson. Loved the Steels Fudge. (laughs) Yes, I'm sure that that was definitely a Steels Fudge in 1908. (laughs) (laughs) The Steels Fudge opened in 1919. In the Ritz. I would be very surprised. Yes. Uh, So, are we going to the Horseshoe on Saturday night?
0: Uh, Baltimore. I think
1: that's up up to you and not up to me, right? Uh, I could even kick the can further and say it's up to my kids. Mm. Well, one of my kids. The less cooperative of my kids. (laughs) cooperating it was up to holden you would be at the horseshoe oh yeah that would be no problem at all uh my daughter is sleeping over with paul's daughter and we will be relying on paul's wife to get the kids to bed and the kids not to drive her insane and that is what it's up to should be fine he should be sleeping by like 10 right that's i would certainly hope so the real question is like how short notice can you be in horseshoe right because i'm gonna get that text like yeah they're in bed probably pretty quick and and the other question is you're not going to be like you know go pound sand i'm a, i'm going to bed with with this uncertainty no i don't think so
0: or i might just be
1: at the horseshoe regardless of what you uh, do it's what i like about you kyle <laughs> you i i can rely on you even when i am being unreliable yes to be at a casino so, specifically. so here here is the question for you craig when are
0: we going to atlantic city
1: I'm talking about the Horseshoe right now, Kyle. I have $15 in slots, <laughs> More than I get in Atlantic City at the Caesars properties. Horseshoe does, does give pretty generous comps, I have to say. Yeah. Um, the Cricket is is there, and he it's, is loud. back, yes. He's, he has thoughts, actually, about when we're going to Atlantic City next.
0: I've moved my studio into the basement, and this is just what we're going to have to live with. So
1: You're joined in studio. Yes, by a live guest. He's like a heckler do for a refund. Yes. Do for a <laughs> refund. That's the crickets. Like, Hey, I'm just <laughs> sitting here to read your one star reviews. In I think that's the this sh-
0: only one star review I've seen so far. The
1: shrillest voice possible. Oh, there are more. I'll have to look. No, I don't think anybody actually wrote them. I think they just oh, clicked okay. the one star and then moved along.
0: That's, that's boring. You should at least write something like do, do for a refund. And although then the comment, that was like the title and the comment was like, it's only okay. Or something like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. Anyways. Atlantic City, Craig, you are not going to avoid the question.
1: and uh, I can't commit to anything.
0: Any weekday.
1: Any weekday? You're probably up to like two sick days now from one. I have three vacation days. Yeah. And three unscheduled holidays.
0: But what's like the next holiday?
1: Unscheduled, I can use them in whatever. It's just like <laughs> random leave that you have to use within the year. Good. You know, you're supposed to use it between Christmas and New Year's but i don't necessarily follow the rules uh yeah i don't know man i don't know about i I don't have a good answer i feel like it's gonna be next week Ooh, that'd be good i'm thinking mid-october okay don't you have a bunch of stuff in october you can't do any of this anyway
0: i have stuff on the weekend i can go during the week for a day trip
1: true for a day trip Ooh, so you would even do a day trip that's rough for you
0: i would do a day trip man Come All on, right. we
1: haven't been. I've been once this year. I know, same. We, we're we going to have to either just not do best of or farm it out, I think.
0: Hmm. Like hire some copywriters in India or something to do it? Yeah. Or, yeah okay.
1: Algorithm. Just write an algorithm yeah, to basically. That's true.
0: That's true. Like the ones that write the sports reports now or whatever. Yeah. Get a panel of experts. <laughs> that's true. We should just get Justin to do it.
1: He can, just, he can pick, like, best dive bar. Mm-hmm. We can get, I don't know, Eric can pick the bougiest casino. Eric can pick best comp program. <laughs> yes. Oh yes, he has many thoughts. We'll have more about that. <laughs> uh, first, though, Army of the Dead, the movie we talked about being filmed at the former Atlantic Club, also filmed at the showboat. So they've added a second AC former casino property to what they deem post-apocalyptic Las Vegas. And last episode I said, I can't believe there wasn't an Army of the Dead already, but there was. A 2009 straight-to-video movie, also called Army of the Dead. So are you getting excited as more locations unfold for the Army of the Dead zombie apocalypse Vegas movie being filmed in Atlantic City? No. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> to your favorite place, Sandy Shoes, also known as Sandy Soho's. Yes, they they heard... That I was calling it Sandy's Hoes, and they have changed the name. It's now the Beach House Bar and Kitchen. It's fine. It's a fine name.
0: Yeah, It's it's the name of a bar and restaurant that could be at the beach.
1: I like it better than Sandy Shoes. Like, Sandy Shoes doesn't make me want to eat there. Uh, They do have specials on Football Sundays that they've posted on their Facebook page. $0.25 wings, $2 beers, $4 white claws. I know how people like the white claws. And $5 Jameson and Fire Roll Shots. That seems pretty reasonable for on the boardwalk for Football Sunday.
0: It's not as good as the Fay, but what is, though? The Fey. 25-cent wings, $1 beers.
1: Yeah. The Fay had many weird specials. The Santa Fe Cafe of College Park, Maryland. Indeed. They also went out of business.
0: So they did. Perhaps the specials were too good. <laughs> <laughs> also, favorite thing about the Fae, when we would always sneak into the buffet, like, you know, we'd get there three minutes before they started charging cover yeah that's the way to do it and everything in the buffet they put barbecue sauce on and we just had to speculate that like some purchasing manager there made like a horrible decision one day and bought like 18 barrels of barbecue sauce yeah barbecue sauce potato
1: skins yep pizza with the pizza barbecue sauce the pizza with barbecue
0: pizza. sauce instead of pizza sauce yeah
1: i mean it was probably just that they actually did not want you to eat the food like we can make less of this food if we know nobody's gonna eat it. It was bad, but the it, but the wings and wings were good, man. Yes, this is College Park, Maryland chat. Next yeah. episode, the Jungle Grill, an in-depth <laughs> review. Do you mean the, Do you mean the one in Trump Plaza? Yes, I do. <laughs> uh, do you want to talk about Ocean's
0: Awards program? Sure. So Ocean has posted a picture of a temporary wall outside their shopping area with a wrap for the new Players Club, including perks you can earn with play, such as Cruise with Carnival, Escape to the Bahamas, Stay in London, and Drive a Mercedes-Benz, which I have to hope just means like you can drive it once
1: is the reward. Yeah, it's like you get to test drive it at like, <laughs> some Mercedes dealer in Egg Harbor Township. It's just like, you have to provide your own transportation there. Just drive out there say, hey, I want to test drive like, a C-230 or something and then i don't know if a c230 is even a car uh-huh. and then they're like okay and then you say oh i'm do you need my player's card and they're like you're what just get in the car and drive and that's the right. end of the thing so anyway uh
0: it seems like the people on twitter are underwhelmed to say the least given everything that ocean has been through which we've talked about in past episodes with them expiring everyone's comps unexpectedly doing a 6 month rolling expiration of your comps that you can't extend Uh, you know, our friend of the podcast, Eric Rosenthal in particular has taken umbrage to, to this. I saw Jim from New York getting involved and, and a bunch of other podcast friends.
1: I don't know. What do you think? I'll link to the, their post about their new rewards program, which actually is followed by a whole string of tweets from Eric and and Jim in New York. And Eric's point is basically why would anybody trust What you have to say, because you went and retroactively took people's comps, right? Like people went to gamble thinking they were going to get these comps that only expired if you were inactive for six months. And then instead, after you had already earned the comps, they were like, we just expired comps that you had earned more than six months ago, even if you had been here in the last six months. So he said, like, I don't see why anybody would gamble even a dollar there. So, you know, I see his point for me, who like never earns any comps anyway. It doesn't really affect me, but like I am annoyed on a principal level I, I don't know, I mean, I guess like if the perks are really good, I think they'll lure people back in anyway what do you what do you think
0: I don't know. I mean, we can talk a little bit more about it in the next segment as well when we talk about the numbers, but I mean just as a spoiler, ocean had a had a good august, but uh yeah, I don't know. It seems like they've rubbed a lot of players who are far bigger than either you or I the wrong way, to say the least with this. So Right,
1: and that's who it affects, right?
0: We'll we'll see what happens. I mean there's a way they could probably come out and try to make things better, but I like no one's ever actually seen any evidence of them actually trying to do that instead of so <laughs> just trying to like pay like, you know, plaster over everything and be like, ah, eh, this is all fine without actually changing anything.
1: Yeah. And then, of course, they unveil that big banner that we talked about last episode, which I think Mm. I said it was best of the press, but it was actually uh, Casino Player Magazine was where they were rated best comps. They were rated best casino and best of the press. But anyway, should we talk August revenue?
0: Yeah. So August, it was a month. I thought it was a pretty good month. Well, so yeah, it's hard to tell.
1: There was an extra Saturday. Right. So,
0: just just the numbers, the month was up 6% from last year, and I know earlier in the year we said that our Bogey was something like 12-15%, to 15%, but that was before Hard Rock and Ocean were open last year, but now they are open last year, so, you know, it's, it's actually an apples to apples comparison these days. So, 6%, it's pretty good, but when you do consider the extra Saturday, it's a lot less impressive than it seems, but... I think all things considered, given where the city was two years ago at $223 million, $286 million is pretty good. So even with nine casinos instead of seven.
1: Yeah, I mean, you've got basically nobody down huge. Tropicana no. was the biggest at 1.6% year over year. You know, is down half a percent. Everybody else is up. That seems pretty good.
0: Including Hard Rock and Ocean, who are both up 20 plus percent.
1: Yeah. I mean, hard rock up 25, they put up $38.4 million. I think that's another really good month for them. It shows that their summers that, you know, their whole summer really was quite good and kind of more in line with probably what they were hoping for, <laughs> you know, when they opened ocean seems to be finally getting toward respectability. I still don't think this is where they want to be considering how big that property is, but it's a significant approv- improvement over where they were. It's their best month ever for either Ocean or Revel beats out Revel's July 2013 by about $700,000. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I actually think the numbers are pretty good. You, you know, Like I said, you have to discount them a little because of the extra Saturday. Um, but even with that, I mean, I think f- you figure the money spread around and figure like per weekend day or whatever you want to call it. Everybody's probably only down slightly with some... Big gainers like uh, Hard Rock and Ocean Resorts was up five percent. Everybody else was, or Caesar's was up ten percent, and everybody else was like right around even, within within a couple percent, even mostly within one percent. So, any big macro takeaways that you want to have on on a single month?
0: I think it was a pretty pretty good month, even with the extra Saturday thing. I mean, we'll we'll see. I mean, I think it's as a whole been a pretty decent year for Atlantic City. So. We'll see what happens. And that, and we're just talking about brick and mortar, which, you know, by all accounts, online is doing even better than than brick and mortar by a pretty wide margin. So I think everyone's doing reasonably well, which is a pretty strange take, given that Tillman Fertitta <laughs> came out and is complaining by saying it's not a nine casino market. I don't understand why nobody realizes that. Uh, this is from a David Danza story in Press of Atlantic City. And his quote is, this is what happened to Atlantic City the first time, and it's how the casinos got all run down. People don't have the money to keep their properties new and fresh by putting money back into it. I think it's a huge mistake again. It's a seven casino market. When it was seven casinos, everybody was putting money back into their properties, and now they aren't. So what do you you think, Craig?
1: I'm trying to not do what I do a lot in this situation, which is when I disagree with someone. Maybe not even disagree, but when I have sort of like a base reaction of like, oh, I don't like what you're saying. Um to pick apart the things that are just obviously incorrect and then just focus on that rather than focusing on the general intent of the argument. So for one thing, like the first thing that popped out at me popped out at me is like nobody realizes that it's not a non-casino market. Like who is this nobody? Who is he talking to? Just about every analyst has said that this is not that <laughs> this is too big. I think all the casino operators would even agree that this is too big. The thing is each each individual casino operator Thinks that they are doing the right thing <laughs> with their specific properties, except maybe Caesars. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we'll find out more when when uh, El Dorado takes over and see how they feel about the uh, four properties there. But so that's that's one thing. I thought that that was a little like disingenuous, and I didn't really know who he's talking to. And the one thing that I think is like maybe he's talking to politicians. You know, now that there's that talk of like, oh, they could limit the number of casino licenses that they give out in Atlantic city. But I feel like it's one of the, it's sort of self-serving in that way of sort of being like, well, I'm already here. And as somebody who was already here as one of the seven and doing well, and you know, we've talked that golden nuggets, brick and mortar has not done well this year. Really? Uh,
0: no, it's been pretty awful. I think, I think Tropicana and gold nugget are the two losers this year.
1: Yeah. It, it sort of feels like him saying something that's like, not necessarily covering his own ass, but sort of like explaining his situation in a way that is not necessarily putting blame on himself or putting blame on whatever's happening at Golden Nugget, but saying like, oh, well, it's this larger issue to other actors doing bad things or whatever.
0: I agree. I think he's talking to the politicians I think he's trying to talk to regulators, trying to get this bill or regulation or whatever pass that we talked about a few episodes ago where – They would lock down the market. They would say, no more casinos are allowed at all. We just have these nine, and that's how it's going to be. And, like, I think it's a little yucky, frankly. I mean, anytime you have these big businesses that are very kind of anti-regulation in in normal situations, and then they're like, oh, you need to save us, regulators. Like, only you can (laughs) prevent the city from going down. Like, it's – I don't know. It's a bit self-serving when they would never be friends in any other situation.
1: Yeah, and I think it's one of those things where people are going to laud this as, like, oh, such a straight shooter. Like, he does, he just speaks his mind and says what he means. And it's like, you know. No, that's not what's happening. He's, yeah, he he has an agenda here. And, I, and that's certainly the cynical view. But I, I don't think he's, like, sitting around thinking, fuming about this. I think he has an angle. Um, and the other thing is, you know, he says that. Everybody was putting money back into the properties when it was a seven casino market. We've specifically lamented. Yeah, that that is not the case. (laughs) Like, not just false, but incredibly false. And, I mean, if you look at the history of Atlantic City, that's not the case, right? Like, when there were just casinos doing gangbusters and and couldn't even, you know, fit enough people in the door. (laughs) Like as as much as the demand was, oh, it was
0: it was both casino operators and Trenton both just like shoveling as much money as they possibly could without thinking about anything, right?
1: Right. So there there wasn't a lot of you know investment in necessarily making the experience better or whatever. You know, it wasn't about making Atlantic City better. It was about you know shoveling more right. money, like you said, like or, bigger
0: bigger wheelbarrow. Uh,
1: yeah, it, it just doesn't seem like this holds a lot of water to me, and I think. I think a lot of people are going to look at this and just think about it on face value and be like, well, he is right. You know, it's not a nine casino market, which it's not like that. He has a point like it is.
0: I mean, it is at it, the though, moment.
1: Yeah. I, right. I, I I don't know if I agree with the premise. I mean, I
0: think all the casinos are, you know, are they as profitable as they were? Like, maybe
1: not. But with online and everything, I, I kind of think things are OK. I think it probably. I don't think it's a seven. I think it needs eight. I think because mm-hmm. we've talked like Ocean is not doing amazing, right? We don't. Yeah. I don't, apparently I say they're least... not just bleeding money anymore,
0: right? Tropicana Gold Nugget aren't doing worse than they were, and Bally's is Bally's,
1: right? So I, I don't think I don't think we can say that there are nine thriving casinos like that would no. be a lie. But when there
0: were seven, there weren't seven thriving casinos either. It's true. Like back then, like golden nugget and resorts were both like incredibly shitty frankly (laughs) and like not doing well
1: well i mean for a little while golden nugget was the success story right yeah Golden nugget
0: did well for for a small brief period i mean but resorts was like doing horrific back then
1: yeah i mean it's it's interesting it just seems like the context is completely wrong here and i think there's an argument to be made that everyone would be doing better if there were seven casinos if it was the right seven casinos or something like that. But I just don't, I don't think that that's his point. I don't think that's the argument he wants to make because he wouldn't be one of those, (laughs) those casinos at the moment. Right.
0: True. If they were shutting two casinos down, I mean, he would be one of them. It would probably be Bally's and golden nugget. Right.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you're ignoring online, which we do, I mean, obviously I'm sure he's very happy about how online's going, but, you know from an Atlantic City perspective and as as far as if you're talking about what the right number of casinos are in the market, that has nothing to do with online right like the online being tied to Atlantic City casinos is an artificial right it's just a regulation whatever. it's another one yeah. of these things right like a regulation where these companies are like yes p- absolutely put this regulation <laughs> in to you know help Atlantic City casinos with the sort of uh, ulterior whatever of if this is going to help the city because it will mean that these casinos won't fail. So it's better for for you and your residents, but also it'll be making us a ton more money and protecting us from, you know, outside competition.
0: Yeah, no, I'm not for it. I I think whatever. Let the free market do its thing. If people want to come in with and make another new casino, like go for it.
1: Yeah. So th- I think that's, I think we have talked about this and that's sort of my point is, who would you want to do something different than what they they have done, right? Like Ocean, maybe you could argue like it was a mistake to reopen that. I don't know but that I'd even agree it's, with it's that.
0: It's probably the nicest casino in Atlantic City.
1: Right. But they've had management problems in both right. iterations. So you. I don't think it's necessarily a mistake to open it. It just needs to fix better management. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, The issues they make. I agree. Hard Rock is now doing very well. They uh, seem to have made the right decision to open. To make the right
0: decision for themselves. They didn't make the right decision for the gold nuggets.
1: (laughs) Right. Exactly. So like, so I think that's sort of where I draw my conclusion that like either he's talking just to vent or he's talking because he wants, you know, regulators or whatever. I'm sure it's like this
0: thing. I mean, like, I think the point and whether or not he comes out and says it or not is going to be like, hey, look, like if more casinos open, like casinos are going to close. People are going to lose their jobs. Like even let's say it's a small casino, like the proposed hard rock casino that was going to be 600 rooms or whatever. Right. Yeah. Like this was the one from 10 years ago. Right. Like, okay, great. You're adding like however many jobs, but you're going to lose three times as many when like this casino closes down or whatever. But I don't know. It's just like not an interesting argument to me. I don't think the free market is like the panacea that some people make it out to be. But this is
1: the kind of situation that it's very good at figuring out. We're both really in agreement, which I think maybe doesn't make for as interesting podcasting. But I, I think you're a, wrong. Yeah. No, but, a, but a lot of the the feedback and a lot of the feedback in our Facebook group on this was like, yes, he's right. Like it is not a nine casino market. So it's worth even though we're just sort of preaching to each other and, and agreeing with each other, I think it's worth saying, like, hey, step back and, like, think about what this guy's trying to get out of saying this. And, like, is he really right about what he's saying and the way he's he's putting it out there?
0: Uh, any Any part of life, especially in days like these days, in the polarized times that we live in, I mean, there's a lot of statements that if you take a step back on whatever side you're on and whether you agree or disagree with it. I mean, if you just think about like, what's this person really trying to get out of this? And like a lot of times it's like, I don't know. It becomes pretty clear if you think about it for three seconds and like in a vacuum, like what does this statement mean? Like kind of nothing. He's just, this isn't a nine casino market. Like, okay, so what, (laughs) but you (laughs) know, he's trying to tell whatever regulators that like, Hey, you need to make sure like no more casinos come in. Yeah. Yeah. Is that it? Is that all we got? That was quick. That was pretty, pretty snappy. Yeah, not too bad. Mr. Cricket has something to say, but I know know. I'm gonna,
1: I'm gonna have to see if I can uh, cut Mr. Cricket out of the. No, no, he's out of it in post.
0: I'll have to figure out a way to try to get rid of Mr. Cricket before the next episode. But until then, if you want to reach out to us or any of our other listeners, uh, like do for a win best of 2019 author Justin Slotman, you can do so at facebook.com slash group slash do for a win. Uh, you can find all of our amazing content at doforwin.com, Find our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn Radio and Spotify, but not YouTube. Reach out to Craig at do for a win or me at Kyle Askin and send Craig questions to do for a win at gmail.com. Uh,
1: Any last words, Craig? Two things. We forgot to talk about the Thomas Wesley and Morgan Wallen video shot entirely on the steel pier. Would you say that we forgot
0: to talk about it?
1: No, I I just think it's worth mentioning. People should go listen to this song that is of um, equality. I mean,
0: I have to say of, you know... Everything AC Casino's fan, Megan Kay, seemed to be a big
1: fan of the music video. so It's very... I like all the Steel Pier shots. I actually like several Morgan Wallen songs. This is not one of my favorites. But I like seeing so much Atlantic City. I like looking at all the stuff and saying like, oh, hey, there's various Steel Pier. I think they're even in the pub on the Steel Pier at one point, which is great. Never been. So that's in my Twitter feed. I don't know if I'll remember to link to it in the show notes since I didn't remember to talk about it in the episode. But the other thing is congratulations to Justin and Beth. Uh, Justin, at the very least, is a listener. I don't know if Beth also listens, but I think she's going to be listening to this episode because they are going to be listening on the way to Atlantic City. And I said congratulations because they got married just a couple weeks ago in Las Vegas. So married two weeks ago in Vegas, two weeks later... Probably not actually their honeymoon, but what I'm calling their honeymoon in beautiful Atlantic City, New Jersey. So there is no honeymoon could be better
0: than a honeymoon in Atlantic City.
1: Absolutely true. Have fun. Enjoy your stay. Give us all the details about, you know, the gambling and stuff, not the other stuff.
0: I love you, honey, but I'll be at the Pike out tile table for the next eight hours.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. It's going to be another heavily edited episode kyle <laughs> all right we'll talk to you guys in a couple weeks
0: all right let me search on google getting rid of crickets <laughs> <laughs> for natural remedies no don't want that recruit a child to catch the crickets that is the stupidest thing i've ever seen